Welcome to the Power Talk Podcast with Reverend Matthew DeLeon and our very own Pastor Paul Chicotto. Hello, hello. <laughs> How's it going, my pastor? Good, man. Good. Can Good. you believe can you believe we're our second week of this new brand new year? No, I can't believe it. It's it's flying. I know it's flying. Yeah, it's it re- flying. it really is. Now to kind of rehash or touch on the our last podcast, you talked about breaking down barriers. Yes. And yeah. Pastor, honestly, now this is what your message is about for this year, yes. right, Pastor? It's the message of the year. Yes. Yep, for 2023. Yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. Audience, I'm telling you, if you haven't tuned in to his message for the beginning of the year, tune in. It's a wonderful message. It kind of segues into what we're believing for for this year, not just for our church, but for you personally. Amen. Barriers, Amen. walls. We're not talking breakthrough. We're talking them coming down. Coming down. Yes. Absolutely. Very much so. You know... Uh, we spend a lot of our time asking God, Lord, I need help with this issue, or I need help with that thing. And uh, it's it's not uncommon for people to get their help. Mm-hmm. You know, we see people a lot of times, they, they're able to overcome things. Because mm-hmm. that's really all a breakthrough is. They mm-hmm. overcome it. But something happens along in their life where, you know, it seems like, some, you know, genuine things that take yeah. place that they can't foresee. Yeah. And sometimes they step back into it. That's what a breakthrough is. You, mm-hmm. It's like putting a hole through a wall, mm-hmm. but it's like anything. Any hole can be repaired. Right. Or you can slip back through that hole back to where you came from. Right. God's like, what if we just take the walls down? Mm-hmm. Where there's no coming in or out. Like it, it, this wall's done. This, this thing that's hindered you for all of these years, it's time to demolish it. And you said in the last podcast, Pastor, you said breakthroughs don't change you breakdowns change your heart they change your reasoning they change your thought life Mm -hmm. but mainly it changes your heart it changes your heart because when you've had a real breakdown you know look there's uh when i really dedicated my life to the lord Mm -hmm. that was probably the first time i had a real a real experience with the lord it was so real that i was like you know i already knew i wasn't going to turn back and i knew it in my mind yes but then there was some things that took place later on that took place that were just really amazing. And then it became, no, I know it in my heart. Mm. I'll never go back. And I will say, since I've said that, there have been things that I've had to deal with that many people would have already given up. Mm. And I will say, I went through seasons where it's like, it's dry. I just, I feel like giving up, but I can't forget that real breakdown where God demolished that thing in my life. I can't ever get rid of that out of my spirit mm. and out of my head. Even though I feel like giving up, yeah. I can't. Right. You see, when you've had a real barrier breakdown in your life, mm-hmm. it puts you not in, I I can do it. Mm-hmm. It's, I can't do it. Mm-hmm. I cannot go back. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I, it's, it's such a place that it's, it's such a high level in my life, that breakdown, where God break, broke through on that. Not yeah. just broke through, but, but break down that barrier. barrier. It's almost, it it's, feels like it's almost impossible for me to go back no matter how mm-hmm. hard life gets. No matter how many times it feels like maybe God's not even there. I like that because it's not even an option. It's not an option. That, that former life is not an option. There that former go. mindset is not an option. There those those options you had options ago are no yes. longer options at all. That's right. And I'll die no matter how I feel. And I'll hang on to that thing mm. that God did for me. And then he broke down a wall that made me stop thinking about going backwards. Even at times when I felt like that's where I was headed, I couldn't do it. I just couldn't allow myself to do it. I just couldn't give up. Mm-hmm. And I and what it does is those breakdowns get beyond your emotions. Breakthroughs mm-hmm. come on, come on. are just a can can be a temporary. Now some people that have breakthroughs <clears throat> will never ever go back to the where they came from. Right. And never go back through. But I'm saying is as long as there's a hole in that wall, there's always the potential to go back. I don't even want the potential to go back. I want to live a life so dedicated to God that there's no option anymore. But God gave you a clear picture on the the distinction between the two anyways. The breakthrough and the barriers coming down. Yes, because when you go look at like the walls of Jericho when they came down for the people... That wasn't a breakthrough. It wasn't a breakthrough because if they would have broken through, they would have just started working on trying to pull off a couple of bricks mm-hmm. off the wall so they could slip a couple of, a couple of guys into the inside of the city to start fighting. No, God had to break the barrier down completely so they could defeat all of the city at one time. And the script says they went up. They went up and over. And the same way they went up and over, 
it was the same way out. They went up and yeah. over yes. because it made it like a little bridge. It was literally like a bridge they were able to cross over. You see, when there's a breakdown, you're never really going back into the old old lifestyles and the old habits that you had. Mm-hmm. You're really breaking down those things that have held you back. And this is what's great about this barrier breakdown. You know, when the children of Israel were going into, well, I say the children of Israel. They weren't the he, he, children of Israel yet. Mm-hmm. They were the Hebrew people. Yes, they were. And they hadn't yet crossed over into Jordan. That's right. And the Lord had told them, these are the things I want you to do. But the very first thing that they had to do on the list, the mm-hmm. thing that they had to overcome, mm-hmm. was they had to overcome themselves. Mm. In what way? In what way? Well, they had fears. Okay. They had never walked into a new land mm-hmm. with new enemies mm. that they didn't know. Enemies that had been there for a long, long time. Right. In fact, according to scripture, the ancient Jericho was probably one of the oldest fortified cities in the world and had been around longer than any other city. Now, the Bible talks about, or at least historians talk about, there's chariots. The walls are so wide, there's chariots yes. riding on top of those they walls. They could ride chariots on those walls. That's how big and wide the walls were. They were big enough to put a chariot. Um, they were very fortified and strong. They were. Mm-hmm. It was an old ancient city, which means that nobody else could defeat it. Mm-hmm. Once they locked themselves up in it, you know, plus we're talking a wall. The the actual major main structure of the wall was roughly about 20 feet high, yeah. which isn't real tall. Yeah. But then they added in a second structure on top of this main structure, which put it at about 40 to 45 feet. Yes. But that's not even. There's, but, more. There's more. But that wall was also set up on a hill. Yeah. So it was a slight inclined hill. So you're talking now that wall, you have to climb a hill. Then once you get to the crest of that hill, yeah. you're at the wall. And when you're at the wall, you've got to go up even higher. So that wall was probably roughly a, between 45 and 65 feet total high. Yeah. Well, they didn't have no way to scale those walls in those days. Exactly. None. And also too, Pastor, in this story, Rahab lived in that wall. There was homes within the wall within itself. The wall. That's how strong the wall was and thick it was, yes. is that they could put homes in the wall. I mean, imagine that. She was a little part of it, how many stories high, whatever, yeah. that she even lowered a rope to get the two spies out uh-huh, without out. without being seen. Without being seen. And that's why I said, this is what God wants to destroy. He wants to destroy those very fortified walls in our lives. How often has anger been so di- so part of our lives? How many emotions and things have just we've struggled with all of our life that God's like saying, look, we need to get rid of these things. And here's what's interesting. If they don't defeat Jericho, they don't receive their promised land. Mm. It's an impossibility to receive a promise where you can't defeat the thing that's keeping you from your promise. Yes. And Pastor, some people aren't familiar with the, with the story of Jericho. And it took how many times to circle Jericho? And what was the first act what they did prior to approaching? Basically, they were silent the whole time. For the seven days up until the seventh day, they were completely silent. Mm -hmm. But the Lord would tell them to march around with the worshipers up front, then the warriors behind the worshipers, and then the ministers. Now, that's symbolic, right, Pastor? That means something. Symbolic, yeah, because God ultimately desires honor and glory Mm -hmm. before he desires victory. Victory. You see, this is why I say the people at Jer- when they beat when they defeated Jericho, remember something. The victory didn't come. The victory showed up at Jericho, mm-hmm. but the wind showed up before they got to Jericho. Mm. They had already won personally before they got the victory. Wow. But- because it took a personal win. And the personal win was be strong and of good courage. Yes. Meditate on my law day and night. Oh, that's good. Do not let that's it good. depart from your lips. That's good. Speak on it daily. You know, that was where the wind came. So, and they were given instructions. Mm-hmm. Where you talk about those instructions, commands, if you will, God gave them. Yes. Uh, let's backtrack for a second here, Pastor. They were told by God to go to Jericho mm-hmm. and conquer that city. Yes. God himself said, you're going to fight and you're going to win. Right. And, and what's the first thing he tells them before he ever tells them about Jericho? Be strong and of good courage. Mm. Why? Because, again, they're going into a, a battle where these people are fortified city. That means they already know what they're doing. Mm. You're going into new land, new territory on mm. foot. Mm. And you're going to go somehow defeat a city that's sitting 60 to 80 feet above your and they can see this city from a distance. From a distance. They know what they're about to encounter. And they know that it was a fortified city that had been there since ancient times. It was one of the oldest cities in all wow. of the known world at wow. the time. Wow. One of the oldest cities. Right. So that means it's not easy to defeat. 
And it's not easy to conquer. So there are stories about this city. There are stories about the city. But God had already given them one small win because they heard about the Jordan parting. Mm. And it says that the, 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 their hearts melted. And the people of Jericho. The people of Jericho, their hearts were already melted. Because if God could split a, a water, then why could he not take down a wall? Mm. So they were afraid. So they were already afraid. So that was one of the wins before the victory came. Wow. That's why I said there was many little wins that took place before they got to their victory. And the people of Israel had no clue that happened. Mm-hmm. That the, the people of Jericho were already trembling. They had no clue. Their God is God, and they're following that God. They were told to just obey. That's it. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how we conquer and overcome the barriers in our life is through obedience. And that's all the people were instructed to do. As long as they follow the instruction, mm-hmm. everything else God will take care of. So basically what you're saying for this year, Pastor, a lot of us are in, we've endured a lot in 2022, 2021, and in, in years past, mm-hmm. right? And so you're, what you're saying is, that, thus saith the Lord, if you will, that your barriers are coming down. Those things have been holding you back. Yes. Last year's theme was transformation. Transformation. A metamorphosis into something new. Yes. Some of us didn't experience that. And right. God is saying that year is not done. That theme of that year is not done. Right. We need to keep working on our transformation because ultimate transformation is that we transform ourselves to look like Christ. More image of God. The image of Christ. And and how do you know when you're looking like Christ? Because you're going to have more problems. Mm. Okay. And who wants more problems? Why am I transformed? Well, yeah, but when you're transformed, it's because God's God's taking care of a lot of stuff that's in your life. Yeah. And that means when you walk like Christ, I would rather have more problems and look like Christ than to not have any problems and look like the devil. Exactly. So that's probably why the Jericho scripture portion has been really hitting your heart because that's exactly what we're facing, those Jerichos yes. that we have to conquer. Yeah. That, but God is saying, I'm with you. Yep. But the image that you talked about, honor and glory before victory. Yep. The worship team went out first. Yeah. And that's how we got to be out presenting when we're facing these situations, right, Pastor? Going out and, and, and worshiping our God. Yeah. Facing these giants, yeah. so to speak, that we have to not just face, but fight and win yeah we do we have to face it um the people of god were not going to be we're, we're not going to sit in camp and just wait till god did something and that's what we do pastor we, we wait do. for god we wait for god to do everything we do wait for god god is ready to do something but remember everything is contingent on the people it's always contingent on the people we think like that it. god just does takes care of everything well god does yeah but God's not, trust me, we're, it's not us waiting on God. It's God waiting on us. Yeah. Kind of like a tithe and offering. Yeah. God wants to bless us and rebuke the devourer for our sake. But if we won't give our 10%, according to Malachi 3.10, he cannot rebuke the devourer. The Bible says, for your sakes. That's right. For your sakes, he rebukes the devourer. Mm-hmm. But if we won't give our tithe, he can't rebuke. That's right. That's exactly The right. action falls on us. That's still. right. And devourer means, I believe, seed eater. Yes. Um, you, yeah, you said that. Yes. It means seed eater. So this is important. You know, we always equate, well, then that means he's going to take care of my finances. Well, a devourer doesn't doesn't really um, take away just your your funds, your 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 economic status. Yeah. It's talking about anything. Remember, remember in in New Testament, Jesus made it quite clear that seed mm-hmm. represents what mm-hmm. the word. That's right. That's right. The word. And so the devourer is doing everything possible to fight the word that's coming into our life that makes us prosperous. So this is why we have our battles, right? As Christians. This is why we have battles. Because the the seed eater knows that if you ever receive the word to its fullest extent, Mm -hmm. that's when, according to Matthew 13, you receive 30, 60, 100 fold. Mm. You don't receive 30, 60, 100 fold because you give your tithe. That's good. But what you're doing is you're rebuking the devourer to keep the word from... To keep the word from uh, uh, to keep the word coming in, yeah, yeah it's yeah, that yeah. way. The word of God means something Amen. to you. Hallelujah. It's not just your prosperity financially; it's your also your prosperity fundamentally, mm, spiritually. The, the spiritually, that means the fundamental thing that the word of God does is work your spiritual life, and so that's why he's, he's wanting that's to eat good. the seed. That's good. And so people put it all on money, and it's not. It's more than just money. You know, Pastor, I remember a stage in my life when I was just came out to the Lord, going to praise in a church, Pastor George talking about tithe and offering. And I, to prove to your point, I remember I was growing in the things of God under Pastor Arthur, just phenomenal, yeah. right? His teaching and seeing the miracles and so forth. 
But I came to a point, Pastor, where tithe and offering was being tithe and offering was being preached. I had to make a decision yes. right then and there yeah. because I wasn't giving my tithes. Right. I said within my own heart, I'll give what I feel like giving and no man can tell me what to give. Mm-hmm. Those were my own words, my right. pastor. Right. And it wasn't until that, that man preached that message about tithe and offering. And pa- I was instantly, I, re- I realized I'm never going to grow right. unless I give. Exactly. So what you're saying is, is that this, this, the problem then really wasn't the money. It was that you didn't believe God's word. It's right, Pastor. And that's what the seed eater does. He wants to eat the word. Mm. And, he, he, and it was. He wants to devour it. it. You know, it's like the birds in that same passage of Mark, Matthew 13, 13. Yes, sir. Where it says the birds come down and ate the seed. They were devoured. They were devouring the word. So you see, there's seed eaters to our life. Mm-hmm. And the seed representing the word. It's, yeah, you can give your money. Mm-hmm. But do you believe the word still? So you can even give your money and right. not believe the word. And the word won't prosper you in every area of your life. And so this is why some people prosper. Maybe they do prosper in their finances mm-hmm. because they believe the word of God in that. But they don't believe the word in God in healing. Right. Yes, and then they wonder that. why they're sick all the time. We've seen that. You see, they don't believe the word. We, we've the, the fundamental, the fundamentals of all spiritual things re, hinges on: Do we receive the word of God? Mm. And if you don't receive all the word of God, then that means the seed eater is eating portions of, of the truth that right. you need. Wow! Uh, and it's amazing how many Christians believe portions of the word that fit their lifestyle, that fit what they want to believe. That's really good. Mm-hmm. And it was, and the uh, to be able to receive that word was the condition of the heart. Yes, it is. It's the condition of the heart. And so do you want a 30? Do you 60. want a 60? Or do you want a hundredfold return on that? Yeah. I, you know, I want a hundredfold return. Yeah. Well, what am I willing to believe on the word? Wow. That depends. What? How much of that seed am I willing to take in and receive? Mm. Remember, you're the soil. That's good right there. When you say that, can you say it one more time? So how much of the word are you willing to take in and receive? How much of that seed are you willing to take in and receive? Because remember, your heart is the soil. Mm. And that's what Christ has been trying to minister since he walked the earth? Since he came to earth. Is try to get the soil softened enough that he could get the seed in there. Yes. And how do you get the soil softened? Through the word. Wow. Through the word. He gave the word. And if they their soil, their heart would be softened by what he said, then they were receiving the seed of that word then, to produce more. You know, then you're right. Then going back to my example with tithe and offering, I received what was being preached from that pulpit about tithe and the offering. Mm-hmm. The truth of that word. Exactly. You heard that word. Otherwise, if you wouldn't heard the word, would you have even thought about tithe and offering? I wouldn't have thought about it, to be exactly. honest. Exactly. I was still convinced in my own mind, Pastor, that you know what? No man can tell me what to give. Because it's God telling me. Right. Well, guess what? This word was written a long time ago That's stating right. what men should do. That's right. The Logos word is available for us to learn how to live. There it is, which is the revelation. It's the revelation. The revelation, the, the rhema is placed into the Logos. Mm. It's it's. I like to call it, remember I've said this before, coded. Yes. The 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 rhema right. the rhema word is coded in the logos word. I like that. And if you read the logos word just as logos, mm-hmm. you'll never receive the rhema. Okay. So I want that 30 60 100 fold return on that seed. How do I get it? I'm believing for the rhema, the revelational there truths there it is. that are written in that logos somewhere. And so like you're like you're saying so when we read for example this scripture, uh I'm going to read this at 2 Corinthians chapter 6 as God's partners, we beg you not to accept this marvelous gift, talking about salvation, of kindness, and then ignore it. For God says, at just the right time, I heard you on the day of salvation, and I helped you. Indeed, right now is a time of salvation. Today is a day of salvation. The lo- So the rhema word is just reading this at face value. No, logos. 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 Logos is reading at face value, thinking, oh, it's a good scripture. Today is a f- today for salvation. Right. But the, re- the rhema, which is the revelation. Right? There you go. Is saying that, wait a second, there's more to this than what I'm reading at face value. Right. There's more to it. In other words, it impacted you. Yes. Rhema word has life to it. I like that. Logos like is that. written word. Rhema is the living word. 
Okay. Okay. And so what's happening is when you understand that you're receiving living word and it's becoming alive in you and it begins to grow 30, 60, 100 fold. Now it's not just one little seed. It's a seed growing a a crop that produces more seed. Mm. I mean, it it goes goes back to what we're talking about, again, the breaking down barriers. When these barriers are broken down, Pastor, we can receive more from God concerning revelation and receive the word, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So when you're preaching or we're hearing a word from God, whether we're reading or hearing from yourself, Mm -hmm. it becomes more real to us. Like you had said, it's not just written anymore. It's revealed. It's revealed. And that's what we should all be striving for is the revealed word of God, because that's where the living word comes from, Mm. is from that rhema. And so it's, it's extremely important that we understand that a lot of the things that we do or don't receive in life is because we don't do we do or don't receive the word. And how much of that word do you receive? Now, understand something. Almost 99% of all Christians believe 100% of the word. Yes. So then we say, well, then they receive all of the word. No. Just because you believe 100% of the word doesn't mean you receive 100% of the word. It's right. That's good. I like that. Okay. That's good. It's clarity. I it's like clear. that. It brings clarity. And here's how we, let me show you how that works. So for instance, I grew up, I've talked about this before. We grew up, we believed in healing. Mm-hmm. We all believed in healing. We believe God can heal anybody. And right. we believe that God does heal people. Right. But what we believed, because we didn't know all of the 100% of the word, even though we believed in 100% That's of the word. That's good. We weren't able to receive 100% of the word. Even though we believed 100% of the word. See, we believed in healing. There was no doubt about it. So 100% true that there is healing in the word. Right. But here's where we lack the ability to receive all of it. Because we didn't believe that everybody gets healed. It's only if God wills for you to be healed. Now, where did that come from? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where did that come from? You see, so they believed in it 100%. Yeah. But what they couldn't do is receive it 100%. And here's why. Because... There's nowhere in scripture that it talks about only if God wills to heal you, that you're going to be healed. You see, they're believing something that's not in the word, so they're not able to receive 100% of the word on healing. Wow. Can, does that fit in with a 30, 60 in there? That's exactly what it is. This is why a lot of people will get the 30%, that 30 fold, in other words. They receive the salvation. They believe in Jesus' salvation. But watch this in, in um, scripture. I love it. And it says, but beloved, and this is Hebrews chapter 6, verse 9. But beloved, we are confident of better things concerning you. He's saying, look, I'm so confident. There's other things that are even better than what you know of. There's other things concerning you that are even better. Watch this. And he says, yes. So he's saying it in the affirmative. Like, oh, I can't tell you how much I believe this. Yes. Things that accompany salvation. Things that accompany it. He's saying, guess what? There's other things that you have. If you got Christ, there's other things that accompany that salvation. So you're talking about benefit package. There's a benefit package. So do you want 30 fold or do you want 60? Do you want 60 or do you want 100 fold of all that comes from the Lord? There's things that come with your salvation. And it all just depends. Is it when you're saved? That's all you get. Now, you know how many people believe that? The, the the gifts are handed out just sparingly amongst whoever. Oh, yeah. We've heard this too, Pastor. They're only for the apostles of the time. Right. And that's, that's, that's not what the scripture says. So what happens is they don't get the full benefits of what comes with the salvation. And that's yeah. the other wonderful things that come with it. Yes. God didn't just give you salvation and call it good. Mm. Now you have the benefit of having the Holy Spirit, who is the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, who's also the same Spirit that works the miracles, who's the same Spirit that fills us up, the same Spirit that heals, the same Spirit that brings people back from the dead. That You see, we don't understand. The same Spirit that saved you is the same Spirit that does all this. And this is what Paul tried to tell people. But yet people stop short because they believe, no, that's a different thing. Mm. No, it's not a different thing. Yeah. This is, this is the very thing that accompanies your salvation. These other yeah. gifts, these other wonderful things. Yeah. And so what happens is, is people believe 100% of the Bible. Yeah. But they don't receive 100% of the Bible. Wow. Because they don't have the, all the, they don't have all the rhema. Mm. They don't, they don't believe in the living word yet. They believe the word is living, but yeah. they don't receive the living. No, no, you're right. Because this is where we get like not receiving 100%. 
Baptist movements, Lutherans, all these different right. different type of religions. Right. They believe in the salvation, the work of salvation. Right. But not the like you just read in mm-hmm. Hebrews. There's other benefits that are associated with salvation. That's right. There's other benefits. And this this not to bash any religion. We're just no, talking no, about no, receiving no. the hundred percent. Yes. We want a hundredfold. I don't want just thirty a thirtyfold in my life and say, God, man, at least I did good in life. Right. At least I served you. Right. I want more than that. Yeah. If there's a full package of benefits accompanying my salvation, give it all to me. You're right. Because if there's healing, Pastor, and I have a heart murmur, I need healing, Pastor. You need healing. I need healing, Pastor. That's right. You're talking about a, a, a serious critical condition that I want to still live. Yes. And if the God, there's a God who can heal me, I want it. I want it all. And and this is where the body of Christ struggle, struggles and suffers. They struggle with what the Word of God's saying because it's hard to receive it all, or they're misinterpreting it, mm-hmm. and then they suffer because they don't because what they're not they're not seeing the benefits of it in their life, so their life suffers. Mm-hmm. It could be finances, it could be spiritual freedom, emotional freedom, it could just be a lack of healing, it could be a lot of things. I, I like what you said. We we talked about a, a gamut of different things. You talked about cedar logos, rhema. You're talking about uh, barriers coming down. In actuality, someone can fit in these categories that we talked about, Pastor. (laughs) It could be a seed eater that's enabling them to receiving that hundredfold. That's exactly right. What is it in our lives that's holding us back, Pastor? Yeah. What What is it, Pastor? Is it a is it are we just reading the word the logos version or we need a rhema? Is it a lack of the revelation? Or is there a barrier that needs to come down? I think the I think it's a barrier. I think it's a barrier. I think a lot of it is the Look, the farther you go into the things of God, the greater the revelation, the more you know the responsibility that comes upon you. This is good. You know, as I begin to learn more about the Lord, I begin to also learn that there's also greater responsibility that comes with knowing this stuff. And so remember, a lot of times people don't want to go too deep because they don't want to feel responsible for things they know. Yeah, I've heard that. I'd rather yes. be irresponsible and be able to have an excuse before God. Yes. And say, God, well, I didn't know. I didn't yeah. know, God. I, I didn't know that that was... Well, that's not going to be an excuse, but we yeah. like to believe that it will be. It's funny. Tony Henley, one of our great friends, he had said this. He said it jokingly. He goes, man, Paul, now I'm responsible for that word you just said. He was laughing. He goes, right. but because he knew what you just spoke into his life. That's good. He has to do it. He has to do it because he knows that it's of God and he knows that it's biblical and he knows that it's a living word. Yes. And he yeah. understood that scripture, Pastor. He understood himself. No, if I hear it, I'm responsible for it now. Yes. And when you when you spoke something to his life and it was a good truth, now he's accountable. I know. And I think that that's why a lot of people love to stop short of the 30-fold. Because the 30-fold means that if I don't believe what you say, because mm. you've got the hundredfold, mm. but if I refuse to believe it, I'm not also responsible for, I'm also not responsible, so I can claim ignorance. Well, guess what? When we stand in the court of God's, when, when we stand in God's court, mm. we don't get to claim ignorance because our goal is to constantly grow yeah. from 30 to 60 to 100. Let me ask you a question. You, you're saying that this question came to my mind. Yes. Is the people who walk in the hundredfold can they intimidate just by default this person sixty and a thirty fold? Yeah, because I, I, I it, they sure can. Okay. Uh, one, there's a couple of different reasons for the intimidation on a spiritual level, just because the anointing they can feel the anointing mm-hmm. on that person that they may not feel with everybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, so it rubs them wrong. Mm-hmm. Number two, or it could rub them wrong, or they just mm-hmm. feel conviction. Mm-hmm. But number two is. Um, Oh, uh, repeat that one more time just so yeah, I can explain The that. person in the 100-fold, can they intimidate the 60 and the 30-fold person who are operating in the 30-fold and the 60 I got you. Okay, so yes, and they can intimidate for another reason because your life is bearing witness of the life that I'm choosing not to live. I, I, I'm choosing to stop short. I'm choosing to stop short. And yeah, and that's intimidating because I keep seeing you press forward and I've already made a decision to stop. Mm. And so it's really hard to be around people like yourself Mm -hmm. because it's intimidating because every time you talk, it's spiritual. When I talk, it's really fleshly. Mm -hmm. And so it gets to be intimidating. And so what you'll find is is that this is part of the reason why people, birds of feather flock together. Mm -hmm. This is why you'll find really anointed people tend to hang around really anointed people. Mm -hmm. Because anointed people have one specific conversation. Yes, sir. 
You know, the conversation tends to revolve. I just talked to a good friend of mine, mm-hmm. Pastor Guinea, today, and and even though it was about some things that we had to to get prepared for 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 an opportunity up in Washington that we're going to do, mm-hmm. you know, it's still the Lord came through loud and clear when we started talking for I just a brief it. moment. Yeah. And I was driving in the car yeah. and uh, got to talk to him. And, um, you, you know, but then I go with other people and it's like, oh, man, I've been doing this and I've been doing that. And it's mm-hmm. always a lot about what's going on in their life. It's very rarely about spiritual things, yeah. even though they're Christians. Yeah. And so I find that I don't we don't tend to gravitate to one another because one, mm-hmm. usually they're a little intimidated because oh, okay. they know that I want to go to a different place than them. So right. their conversations even differ. And we don't right. we don't tend to even. Uh, we don't tend to get on the same page in conversation. Yeah. So, you know, you get things like that. Yes, yeah. very much so. It, to me, Pastor, when you're saying this, I can also see another feeling. You brought feelings earlier in the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the word feelings. Yeah. Is the word feeling. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, it referred to feelings. The word jealousy. Yeah. You know, and a person who is stuck, they feel stuck in a 30, uh, the 30 fold. They look, they see this person, the 60 and the 100 fold. I, this word jealousy just really kind of just popped into my spirit. Mm-hmm. And we can't grow if we're jealous of one another, can we, Pastor? No, and this is where the barriers sometimes, and, and I know, and I can only talk from my own experience. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know if I was jealous, but I know maybe it was a slight jealousy. I can't tell. I don't, I don't know. It could be. Sure. I'll just admit it probably was. Okay. But there were times I'd see other ministers, because I excelled pretty quick in the spiritual things when I was yeah. younger. Yeah. I ended up going above my peers in many ways. And again, it's not to, not not as a pat on the back, mm-hmm. but I wanted so much of God. But then I noticed that it seemed like over it, for a few years, things kind of came to a halt. Mm-hmm. And I seen other spiritual godly men that I really enjoyed. I like how you're describing that. Good. Yeah. And I felt like, okay, but I want to get to that level. Mm-hmm. Okay, I've got to the level that I was able, that I knew I could get to, blah, blah, blah. But I feel stalled. Yeah. I feel like we're not moving forward anymore. And I'm mm-hmm. seeing these men. It's like, man, I hear the great things that God's doing. And yet yeah. God's still using me. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. We're not talking about that. You haven't stopped. I haven't stopped. But, but at the level that I want to get. Mm-hmm. And the Lord really started beginning to show me the barrier in your life is that you keep getting in my way. Mm. There, you, every time I share something with you, you think you're supposed to go put your hands on it. You mm. need to let me put my hands on it is mm. what the Lord was saying. Mm. He says, when are you going to learn? I'll open that door and close that door. Just because right. I show you doesn't mean it's an open door. Right. I'll open the door when it's time. I'm just showing you to prepare you. And a lot of times when God would show me things, I'd just start running after it. And the Lord just really began to show me. And this is really just in the last couple of years, two, three years. Yeah. COVID kind of helped me really regather some things, to be honest with you. Yeah. It kind of slowed you down. It kind of slowed me down enough. Yeah. Because honestly, there was nothing I could do during COVID on certain things. Yeah. A lot of ministers couldn't. Yeah. And it helped me to refocus and say, okay, God, how does this thing work? And that was when the Lord really helped me. Son, when I show you things, that doesn't mean it's an open door yet. Mm. It means I'm just preparing you to get your heart ready, to get yeah. some, maybe there's some things you can do, mm-hmm. but don't go after this thing yet. Yeah. I'm just showing you a picture so that way you get yourself prepared. Yeah. Uh, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically. Yeah. Yeah. But but don't go do the actual thing. Just get prepared for mm-hmm. that thing. Mm-hmm. And see, I didn't. A lot of times I wouldn't get prepared. Right. And I just would start running after it, and I would just start open up the door that God hadn't yet opened. He was yeah. just showing me ahead of time mm. to prepare me. Yeah. And so it was like the disciples. Mm. How many times did he tell them, you know, uh, I, I'm going to have to go. Yeah. You know, this this temple is going to be destroyed, but in three days it'll be raised again. Mm. Well, the disciples are already kind of trying to figure out how that works and right. what to do, right. and when's he going to set up his kingdom, and when is he going to do this, and and then it's Peter. No, I'm not going to let you die. And then it's like you know we go on and on all the different things the disciples were struggling with. Right. And instead, they just need to stop and just let Jesus follow Jesus. That's right. And and when it happens, it'll happen. And that's all you need to do. Yeah, that's all you need to do. If Whether God's giving you instructions or you feel jealous. Again, if you feel stuck at the 30 or you feel stuck at the 60-fold, if you yeah. will, just keep following Jesus. Just keep following Jesus. So this is where that jealousy comes in. When we see sometimes other people getting ahead of us, and we've gone a long way maybe. But you're like, wow, there's more. I want more. But yeah. you can't seem to get that more. Yeah. Learn to get out of God's way. Mm. Learn to start listening to God and quit trying to force the doors open. Even just because God, just because God showed you doesn't mean it's time to walk through. Mm. You know, it doesn't mean mm. that it's time for you to push something open. Let God That's open good. the door. That's good. It's like Noah in the ark. God 
closed the door for them, Noah, and he opened the door. That's right. Noah didn't close the door. Noah didn't close that door. And you know how easy it would have been to be looking outside? What in the world? There's rain coming for the first time? What in the world's going on? This is all new for him. It would have been easy for him to put some straps on that door and start pulling on it. You know what? And you didn't. And Pastor, you've ministered on this many times before, but God's timing. God's timing. And that's what it is. So we get jealous. And 90% of the time, the barrier, our problem is we don't have to be jealous. Learn to know God's timing and let him open and close doors. And that's what it's taken me to learn. And I only say from my own experience. So there were times I'd be watching ministry. I'm like, why God does that not happen in our life? You showed me it would. You showed me. You told me. You spoke to my heart. (laughs) And it ain't happening. And God's just listening to me whine and cry. Yeah. And he's saying, son, it's because you keep doing things you weren't supposed to do. And you're right. We can mount all the evidence and show God. Yeah. Hey, God, you this. I have Come all on. the, I got the prophecies. Come I got on. scripture. I got this. I got that. I even declared it. And Come it's on. still not God's time. Still not God's time. And so we've got to be, we got to be not slow, mm-hmm. but we don't want to be fast either. Yeah. We need to be going at God's speed. Whatever yeah. speed that is, that's the speed. So if God's going slow on something, mm-hmm. it, it's because it's going to take him time to get it done. Okay. If he's moving at light speed, don't be afraid. Yeah. But just go at the speed that he's going anyway. But go at God's speed. Okay. Go at God's speed. I want to close some of these up here, my pastor. Yes. Seed eater, the devourer. Yes. How can we stop him from devouring in our lives? Be sure that you don't say you believe in 100% of the word. Receive 100% oh, of the word. Okay. That's receive good. it. That's Open good. your heart and receive 100% of everything that God will ever teach you, bring to you. If you And go listen to godly people, like deep, spirit-filled people, like people that got that living word flowing out of them. Go receive it from them. I love it. You talked about Logos word, which is the written word. Yeah, Pastor, how do we get the Rima word, not just to get it, but to live by it? You know what I mean? To yeah. get it more often. You know, you've got to read the logos. Okay. That means get it in there, get it into your head. Get it into your head. Doesn't mean it's in your heart yet, but get it in your head. So there's been lots of times I'll quote scriptures, so I kind of understand and I understand them, but I'm praying that that logos becomes life to me. Okay. So I need to get it from my head now into my heart. Mm-hmm. And you pray that the same Holy like Spirit that. that inspired them in to write it. So I pray this a lot of times when I don't understand a scripture. When I'm like, Lord, I know there's more to it than just simply, you know, just some good. Look, you can sometimes understand a scripture and know that there's deeper, there's depth to it that you don't understand. So I read lots of times scripture. I'm like, no, Lord, there's more here than I know. It's like the seed eater. Mm -hmm. I guarantee you a lot of the hearers today have never thought on the depth of the seed eater. You're right. At that depth. Exactly. Well, well, how come I receive that? It's not because I'm better. Yeah. I promise you I'm not. Yeah. But. But I will say one, because I am a minister, God will open my the eyes mm-hmm. of my understanding to some degree. Yeah. But mainly it's because I pray and ask the Holy Spirit that revealed that yeah. in the word yeah. to give me the depth and reveal it deep, the yeah. depth of it to me. So it takes the Holy Spirit. I remember <laughs> you facing a financial situation. This is years, you're, you're back at the apartment. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> long ago a long one okay yes and you were you stood you grabbed your wallet i grabbed my checkbook that's right your, your, checkbook, my checkbook. and you stood on it uh-huh. and you said you will not rule me but i will rule you yes and when the moment you declared that you're actually saying rhema word mm-hmm. i need more yes yeah and, and it's interesting when you bring that up because I was dealing with a very big spiritual battle and it was creating emotional mm. doubt in me. Mm. You know, Satan was doing everything possible to, to strain our finances so much mm. that by standing on it, I rebuked the devourer. There it is. There it is. That's it. That's it. Because I knew that the Lord says I can trample on serpents and scorpions. So I thought, you know what? And I have power over all the enemy. That devourer is trying to eat my prosperity. And so I stood on it for seven days. Seven days I did it. Wow. And I even gave what we didn't have. Well, we had like a hundred bucks left in there Mm -hmm. and we had no way to pay our rent and anything. Mm -hmm. And I said, God, I'm going to give 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. Next day, next service, I give another 20. Till that hundred dollars was gone. We had zero. Wow. And the point was, is the one, I stood on it by faith. 
I needed to build my faith. Mm. Number two, I needed to let Satan know I'm not afraid of you no more. Even if I have zero, I'm not afraid. And I won't be afraid of what I do or don't have because yeah. money doesn't rule me. So that spirit of greed and love for money didn't rule oh, me anymore. Or the fear of lack. Or the fear of lack of it. Exactly. And that's poverty. Mm. And so I broke them all. And I did it for seven days. And as a result of getting that revelation, that living word, I ended up with $2,500 coming to my hand. Literally $2,500 within within like a two and a half to three week period. Out of nowhere, people were giving me money. God would put it on their heart. Then I received a car Mm -hmm. and a computer, two Mm -hmm. things I also needed. Mm -hmm. Out of nowhere, nobody knew I needed it, and I got it. And that was a lot of money back in the early 2000s. In the early 2000s, yeah, that might have been like 19... That would have been like 1998, actually, because I lived in the apartment about 1998. So that's been like 25 years ago. That was a long time ago, my pastor. long time ago. And when I got that revelation, is because I received the living word. I said, Mm. Lord... I know what your written word says, but I need living word. I need that raiment now to impact me. And when you say that, Pastor, another word, I can see another word really just grabbing hold of that is the word action. Yes. When you get a revelation, act on it. You got to act on it. You know, it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and then all these things will be added unto you. Mm. Well, you got to first do your seeking. Mm. <laughs> if, mm. if, if there's no corresponding action, God don't move either. Yes, God's not obligated. God, God is never obligated to move in idleness. He's only moves when they are moving. Okay, come on, that's good. Okay, okay. I believe you're speaking to some of our listeners right now. When you said you first have to seek, yes, I believe a lot of listeners right now, Pastor, they feel stuck. But I believe when the moment you said you have to seek, I think it may have opened something in their own hearts. Uh, it's a, that I believe that too, bro, because. Because seeking means I want God's face. I want to know him intimately. I want to know who he is. And then I want to seek that righteousness that comes from him. And when it says seek first the kingdom, it means I want to seek the understanding of how the kingdom of God is run. Mm. Okay? Mm. So a lot of people think that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness are one thing. Mm. It's not. It's two different things. Seek first the kingdom of God. And, and his then, righteousness. Right. Mm-hmm. So seek first the kingdom means I want access. I want revelation of how mm. does the kingdom of God run, Lord? Mm. How do you run your kingdom? Because mm. that's how I want to run mine. Now I need your wisdom to mm. run it righteously. Mm-hmm. I need to act on it. Mm-hmm. That's what righteousness is talking about. Is that I would act upon that what I see. That I would now act upon it in my life. Righteously. You know, Pastor, and I know we're taking a little longer than usual on uh-huh. this one, but it's necessary for this particular podcast. Yep, it's the yep. second podcast of yep. this of this brand new year, Come on. and people need to get free, Pastor. They, they need to be free. You know, the only reason we're able to give this kind of depth of this content is because of one reason. Mm-hmm. You're asking the question. Mm-hmm. And people, look, answers don't come unless there's a question. I see what you're saying, yes. You see, this yes. is where Jesus was at his best is when the questions would come. Even mm-hmm. if he had to uh, hear the question in their hearts, mm-hmm. it was the question. Yeah. And see, what the problem is that in the body of Christ, there's very few questions anymore. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because everybody believes they know it all. And you're, That's good. They all believe they know it all. If they knew it all, I wouldn't have to be recording this. Mm. Right? <laughs> that's good. <laughs> but that's you're not. Good. You're asking the question that a lot of people... They they will not ask mm-hmm. when they should be asking. No, you're right. The more questions, the better, right? The better. And this is where the Spirit of God moves upon the men of God. Not just mm-hmm. me, but other men of God. Yes, He's done it on you in many mm-hmm. forms where you've given counseling. Mm-hmm. Where somebody will ask you a question and all of a sudden, boom, God gives yeah. you that. Why? Yeah. Because the question has to be asked. Mm-hmm. Because outside of the question, we're just talking. Right. Good, We're giving answers to things that sometimes people aren't looking for. But if I answer the question, mm-hmm. it's because you needed it. Mm-hmm. And you know that there's other people asking the same thing. Exactly. And so this is what it, this That's is good. where it all comes is the That's question. Good. That's good. And this is why I believe the word when you said seek, I believe it resonated with a lot of listeners oh, when you, you said that oh, as to why they're feeling stuck this year Come on. and last year Come and on. the year prior. Come on. Because they've neglected to seek, like you said, yes. God. His totally. face, how he runs his kingdom. That's right. That's right. And, and 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 again, and I'm not putting 
again, I, I don't like to ever like to sound arrogant, but I, I just know that the Spirit of the Lord has been on a lot of these type of things. Mm-hmm. Whenever you're seeking something, mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how often it's been ministered on. Mm-hmm. It's been ministered on. Yeah. So a lot of times people will go seek it, mm-hmm. when in reality, they need to go seek that voice yeah. that, that that voice also hears from from God. Yeah. That's why it says there's wisdom in the multitude of counselors. Mm. Why? Because those counselors have heard from God. They've heard from God. And a counselor yeah. is usually in relation to a minister. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's yes. close to God too, yes. by the way, yes. who knows how to seek his face also. Yes. And this is why, you know, when I, when the, some of the young people from our church will come and ask me questions, I'm like, Boom, those are things I may have thought about. Yeah. But a lot of times it's instantaneously the Holy, Holy mm. Spirit begins to, boom, yeah. quicken my spirit. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact of one reason mm. is that if it's a legitimate question that they desire to know from the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit sometimes will give that through me. Yeah. And yeah. he'll do that through other ministers. This is why it's good for the listener mm-hmm. to listen to these podcasts, yes. to go and listen to a, the messages, yes. go and listen to these things where the answers that you don't know mm-hmm. are given yes. and quit judging it so critical because you think, you know, one passage of scripture. Mm-hmm. And so, this is why a so. lot of people don't go to church today. Yeah. They they will literally hear a message and they'll out of that message, two or three things will be said mm-hmm. that they're like, Ooh, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Well, it may not make sense to you because you don't even read your words. So you don't even have a right to judge it until you've read your word. And if they do read their word, they remember one passage Mm -hmm. and they use it to defy everything that's been said. Let me tell you something. I always say the the church is good, Mm -hmm. but the church isn't that good. (laughs) You know, and I say that because I hope it offends somebody enough to to listen to what I'm going to say. If you're that good then maybe God's called you. Because if you're that good and you can ver- validate and verify that everything that's been said, even like today, even that's wrong, that's unbiblical, then then do you have at least more than one scripture to back that up? Because if you're that good, you do. But if it's just off of one little scripture or because you were taught by, by your grandma, your grandma don't know nothing. Your grandma doesn't know everything. And, well, I'm not saying she doesn't know anything. Let me rephrase that. She doesn't know everything. everything. And, you know, it's it's like me and you. We were talking back a while ago. You know, I, I've had uh, a situation, you know, like my grandfather, for instance. Mm-hmm. My grandfather was a great, I call him great because mm-hmm. I loved him. I was a little yeah. partial. Yeah. He taught me a lot. He ministered in my life. A lot of what I live off of today is because of what he taught me. Okay. But... You know, after he passed away, I didn't realize, and again, it's nothing against him, yeah. but there was a lot of things he didn't know. Mm-hmm. And he was a minister. Mm-hmm. He was a godly man. A good man. A good man. But God, when I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I want more. Mm-hmm. I said, I believe that there's even more because I'd start to read the Bible and I'm like, not that it contradicted what he said, but there was some things that I'm like, it's not jiving with me. Yeah. How come he said this, but this is what I'm reading. Right. I said, Lord, I want more. If there's more in there that I've not, that I've never known, I want no more. Yeah. Well, God took me to a wonderful other man, mm-hmm. a spirit, a godly man that worked mm-hmm. in great, mir- you know, prophetic and yeah. miracles. And yeah. well, all of a sudden, I realized that even the godly ones, mm-hmm. sometimes God will bring others that know more. And it's mm-hmm. not a kick to the ones that know it already that have taught you. Mm-hmm. But if you really want more, yeah. God will take you to where there's more. Wow. And so this is why I say, Grandma don't know everything. Mm-hmm. If you want more, mm-hmm. you're going to get beyond Grandma. And, and you're right. We just can't hang on a few what we call truths that they've said. Right, that they've we, said. We've got to hang on the Word of God and what God said. Yes. And so that's why it's important that a lot of times the voices that God gives into our lives, they know more. Mm-hmm. Go to them. Mm-hmm. Not only will they know more, but God will even reveal to you more because they're able to give you more that you would have never known. Yes. You see, if I would have just hung on everything that my grandfather said, mm-hmm. I would never know what I know today and mm-hmm. get the revelation that I get if I wouldn't have went for the more. That's right. And I don't mean it bad against him, no, no, but no. because there would have been a lot, there would have been a barrier to some degree, mm-hmm. and that barrier would have been like that. There's a certain set standard of God, mm-hmm. when in reality, that God, that's not His standard. Mm-hmm. I would have never been able to get beyond that barrier because of the way I was taught. And I received that and accepted that word 
when I'm like, no, but I said there was more. Mm-hmm. And God said, okay, but when you get when you ask this, I'm going to have to break down a barrier mm-hmm. for you to get more. Mm-hmm. That barrier that, that's been teaching you this, that's I've got to get beyond that. Yeah. And I yeah. didn't know there was a barrier. Wow. Didn't even know there was a barrier. Wow. And it's also kind of like that barrier could be like a... A wrong misunderstanding that our fathers or our grandfathers had yes. about the truth or yes. something like that. Or you referenced the grandmother. Yes. It, it could be breaking beyond that. Because you said something earlier. I outgrew my spiritual teachers. Yes, I, you outgrow them. You outgrew them for good reason. Because you were hungry. Yes. There's no demise against them. None. But you just needed something more. Yes. That's all it is. That's exactly it. You'll outgrow them at a certain level, and it's okay. It's okay. You're not trying to hurt them, and you're not denying the good things that they have brought to your life to teach you to get you where you're at. But when all of a sudden God opens your eyes and you realize that God's bigger than what they even taught you, it's not a knock against them, but it's okay to say, I want more. And you have to break that barrier. And again... So I've taken all that teaching of my grandfather. It's yes. still in me. Yes. And it's still there, all that good stuff. But I realize there's even more. Exactly. I love what you said many years ago. You built upon it. I built upon it is what I did. It was a foundation. What he taught me was a foundation. But I realize now let's build the house. Amen. I want to build the house. Yeah, and Once you broke down these barriers, uh-huh. right, now you're building something. Now I'm building. Now I'm at the point I'm decorating it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm decorating the house. I love it, and I'm putting it on. And and it, and now now I'm 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 you know taking care of the soil around the house. I'm I'm building the garden. You know what I'm saying? I'm building a beautiful home that looks good. You yes, know. Yes. Uh, so that's what happens is you go beyond the foundation. Now you're enjoying the riches of breaking down those barriers. Yes. Right. That's exactly right. And Amen. this is where we want our listeners to be in their per, in their lives personally, in their families, in their jobs, in their finances. Over their health come on they need to start prospering in those areas That's pastor right. they need to start prospering it's time to 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 not let your guard down to let jesus let god break the barrier down mm. you know and it's not letting your guard down it means filling yourself up mm. get a hold of god's word yeah. like we'd said yeah make sure you ask the holy spirit to help you through it okay. help him to lead you to the right people that can even take you to the next level yes and start accept. Don't just believe one hundred percent of the word. Receive one hundred percent of the word. So between those few things right there that I yeah, shared, yeah. that right there will take you to a new levels. Yes. It'll take you beyond thirty. It'll even take you beyond sixty. Yes. You'll reach a hundredfold. There it is, well, listener. There you have it. Pastor Paul gave you lots of keys. I'm gonna call them keys. Amen. You know what I mean. The seed eater, logo, rhema, breaking down barriers, responsibility, and, and seeking God. So listener, you take these keys, write them down, and honestly start to find them in your life, what they could mean and what they will mean in your life. In Jesus' mighty name. This is your year, listener. Amen. Where these barriers are coming down. Amen. Pastor and I are believing with you and for you. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information, contact us at powerhousechurch.us.